0: This is Matchalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You'll find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matchalava. and today is Tuesday, May 24th, 2022. It has been a couple days since I've done a podcast. I'm sorry about that. I just had a lot going on yesterday. And quite frankly, didn't have anything different or new to talk about. It's kind of been the same thing every day. But today I do I do have some new things I wanted to update you on, so. We can get right into it, talk about some of the releases we had this morning and as well as my Amazon business and kind of what I'm seeing for that. So the one release that we really had, we had two releases today, one that we had on the Nike app and then one that we had just online in general. And the Nike app one was a Chicago colorway Jordan 1 Low and I believe it was like an athletic cut Jordan 1 Low. I don't remember the exact name for it. Prices were kind of up in the air a little bit whenever I first looked at the shoe. Today, I looked at it again, and prices had dipped significantly, and there really wasn't much profit to be made. Now, you could have made a little bit. I think the highest price on the shoe was about $165. So if you were flipping it and you were either able to maybe get a little bit of a higher price or flip it locally, you probably could have made some decent profit on it. But outside of of doing one of those two things, I wasn't really seeing a good opportunity for myself, so I ended up passing on that shoe. Now, the other thing that I did was, there was a second release today. It was on Line, it was, I don't know how to pronounce the name of the site, but it was something called, the site name is Sole Bemberry, I think is how you would pronounce it, and they've been doing collaborations with Crocs, as well as New Balance, and the New Balance shoes have been really, really hot sellers, as well as the Crocs, and they did another collab with Crocs today, and that released on their site today at noon. And so those came out. I think bots just completely took stock, and I don't really run Shopify bots because they're extremely difficult to run. There's a low like success rate with them a lot of the time. They vary so much in which ones are successful. And the other thing is like even if you hit on a Shopify bot, which is tough enough already, a lot of the times orders will get canceled from some of the bigger sites. So that's one of the reasons why I don't really do Shopify botting and so I went manually, I have a couple tools that I use for that, but either way, it just went so fast and the whole site was dead. And so the bots are continuously running and they're optimized for if the site dies, they can easily kind of, as soon as it comes back, check, start the checkout process while manual users, you're kind of just refreshing and hoping for the best. So that was what happened with that. Bad release. I don't think a lot of people cop manually, and that was a bummer, but overall, not a big deal. If you were able to cop with a bot or manually, congrats. You'll make a lot of money on those. I do think that prices were around $200 for that shoe in particular, so retail was $85, so that's going to be a nice markup on those. You'll definitely make good money on that shoe. Outside of those two releases, that was really all we had today. Nothing that really stuck out to me. I didn't see a huge bunch of releases. And honestly, I've been keeping my computer on Do Not Disturb, my phone's on Do Not Disturb, I have all my notifications off. I kind of don't want to be interrupted at all. And the reason for that is I am really focused on trying to build an Amazon business and trying to build a successful replenishables business on Amazon. And that's going to take a lot of my time, a lot of my effort, and a lot of my mental focus because honestly, some of it's just not that exciting sometimes when you're looking for products and you're going and I've taken a bunch of pictures of store shelves. I talked about that a couple of podcasts ago and I'm looking through those and kind of checking to see where which products look good which brands look good and and just scanning through the products not actually scanning the barcodes but just typing them into amazon looking at different uh, bundles that are on there different kind of listings that are on there for each item it can be tedious it's not that much fun and you may be thinking well you have a virtual assistant why don't you just have him do it well in order to have a virtual assistant or anybody do something for you you first need to train them on that and if you don't necessarily understand how to do it then it's really difficult to train somebody. So that's one of the things I'm trying to figure out is what is the best, most like easy, simple way to source products for Amazon, and then what is maybe the most optimal way to do it? Because if I'm going to deploy somebody out there and employ somebody to look for Amazon products for me, I want them to be working in a way that is very efficient. And so if I give them an efficient process and give them all the tools that they need, they should be able to efficiently find me products and find me more products than if I just kind of sent them out there blindly. So that's what I was working on today, just trying to figure out how I could uh, get some of those products found and different products I've been looking for and all that kind of stuff. Now, I did send my first FBA shipment out last Monday, so about a week ago from today, and it did arrive at the Amazon warehouse a few days later. It was checked in. A lot of the products were taken from that check-in point to separate fulfillment centers across the U.S. So that's been something I've been waiting for for a while is to get those items checked in and it'll show you that the items are in transport on Amazon and on Seller Central. And so I was just waiting for those to get checked in. They did begin to get checked in on Sunday and then yesterday the, the bulk of them got checked in finally. And so I ended up making two sales yesterday right after the items got checked in. Again, profits aren't super high, but that's not what we're going for here. I'm trying to find products that I can make a decent ROI on and find multiples of that product that I can consistently source. And if I can find enough of those products, then I can consistently source them and make a decent ROI. And so if you're making 20, 30% ROI, 40% ROI across all of your SKUs, then your business is netting 40% ROI on your product. And then you obviously have to account for expenses, and driving time and and all that kind of stuff. Like you have to account for the own expenses and then paying yourself and paying employees and all that kind of stuff. But if you can net 40% or 30% or 20% ROI on a business, you're doing pretty good. So that's what I'm doing, just going through, looking at that, but I did make a couple sales yesterday. I was pumped about that. They do say that they're pending and I was looking into that a little bit and basically what that means is there's a couple things. A, it could be the buyer had an issue with payment. That would be a bummer because maybe the buyer is not going to be able to buy the item and then it goes back into inventory and I have to start over with that item. B, it could just be that the item is getting ready to be shipped out and so it shows pending whenever the item is waiting to be shipped out. The other thing it could be is that the buyer may have suggested or asked for it to come later and the reason for that would be Amazon gives you the opportunity to get a dollar of digital media credit if you ship it later or you can sometimes request all your items to be sent together in one thing. So that's sometimes what people will do and does kind of make things a little bit easier from that standpoint on Amazon and they give you a a dollar credit for digital media and all that kind of stuff to help you out and and that whole thing so that is another thing that people will do sometimes is, is kind of take that opportunity to say hey I'd like a dollar in digital media credit I'd like to use it for who knows what some sort of probably like music or a movie rental or whatever and so if they don't need the product immediately they'll put it off but in the meantime while it's waiting to be shipped and they're trying to ship all their items together amazon will show the item as pending for you for the sale and so i've made two sales yesterday i did make one today so the rest of my items got put into fulfillment centers as soon as they hit one of them sold and that was a good feeling obviously but now i'm just waiting for that item to be switched from pending to actually sold and then going through that again so i'm waiting to see how many of my products end up selling some of them i chose higher kind of seller ranks for them stuff that people would probably be uncomfortable selling on amazon when you talk to a lot of resellers they are fanatics about the current rank in the 90 day rank the 180 day bestseller rank on keep graphs and i am as well but what i'm also looking for is to see how many times per month does this item sell and from there i will kind of take that into account and say okay well i'll maybe send in a few of these and see how many times I can sell it based on what the current price is, based on how many other sellers there are. It looks like it's selling five, 10 times a month. The seller rank may be really high though. It may be 100, 200, 300,000 for a seller rank. That's stuff that a lot of sellers sometimes won't touch unless you're talking about books. And so when you have ranks that high, you may not sell it every day. And so some of the products I sent in, I got very fortunate that they sold really quick. I believe those were actually lower ranking products anyway. So they were closer to probably like 50 to 100,000 bestseller rank. Some of the products I sent in were in the couple hundred thousand rank and it's fine if they don't sell immediately and maybe they sell one or two a month or five a month or whatever, but I don't expect to see them all come in at the same time. I also don't expect them to sit for too long so I'm not sending in an insane amount of the product because I don't want to have a lot of storage fees and stuff like that. So I'm trying to get a happy medium on how many products I should send in for different SKUs based on how often they sell. And obviously, if I sell out of a product in one day, I should probably up the amount that I send in, which is the case for yesterday. I did sell out of the product immediately. So I sent in, I think, two of it because it was just a test. I really didn't know what was going to happen ended up making some money on it, so I'm probably going to send in maybe 5 or 10 and see how those do, and then if those kind of do well, maybe I'll send in 15 or 20 or 30 and see how that goes. So just trying to see how often an item sells is kind of the big ticker for me right now, things that I'm looking for. Um, That'll be kind of where I'm moving my business towards, though, is trying to find items that are replenishable, that can be sold online. And honestly, it just feels good. It feels good to send it into Amazon and get a few sales right off the bat because at least I don't feel like I screwed up, right? I may have screwed up with a couple of the SKUs that I sent in by sending in ones that don't sell that fast or ones that won't sell that often or ones that I may have to lose money on slightly just to kind of get the item to sell. But overall, I feel pretty confident that I'm doing enough where like I kind of understand which products are selling well. I feel like I'm understanding the business model of selling a little bit where I'm doing like replenishables and I don't feel like I'm doing something that's not going to work. So kind of seeing a few of those sales come in gives me the confidence that it is a good viable way to make money and something you just have to test out for yourself. Most people I believe it will work for us. So that's kind of what I'm basing my, my premise on for why I'm doing this kind of a business. So that's what I did today. I kind of mainly looked for products and then other than that, just paid attention to sales a little bit, did a little bit of work for GFNF, the group that I'm in, and much past that, I mean, I'm just going back to looking for products. And that's really what I need to figure out is how to find products, how to look for products, which ones sell well, which ones don't sell well. I'm kind of combing through them quicker That way I can outsource it to a virtual assistant and have them be able to find products for me and I can kind of scale up my business from there. And so that's what I've been paying attention to. It isn't something that comes naturally though and it's not something that comes easily. You have to put in the work for it. And I was listening to a podcast today where there was a kid who was in high school talking about how he does, I think he did like 75 or 80,000 on Amazon in a year. He was talking about how his first few months, it took him, Weeks or even months to be able to find a couple, like somewhere between, he said, like a week, he'd find five replenishables, and then in a month, he may find 20. And right now, I have probably about 150 ish that I have found. And so, obviously, I'm working at a different pace than him because he's in school. He has other commitments and stuff. And my main thing right now is just looking for stuff on Amazon. It's my full time job. But there is kind of something to be said for if you're getting started and you feel like you're not making progress you probably are, you're just kind of combing through the stuff that you need to find out what doesn't work to find out what does work. And so you're combing through the products that aren't very profitable and probably 90 to 95% of products aren't super profitable out there. You need to find the items and the ASINs that are profitable and that you can make money on. And so Reezy talks about that a lot when he talks about books and how he goes and looks for books. He says 90 to 95% of books really aren't that profitable. You need to find the 10% that are. And so I feel like that's with a lot of things, right? There's countless products out there. Most of them probably aren't profitable, right? You can go look at a pair of socks that you could find at Walmart. It's probably not that profitable, but maybe if you bundle it with something else, it may be. Uh, There may be a bundle on Amazon that's selling well with that pair of socks and a T-shirt or that pair of socks and a pair of boxers or whatever. And so those sorts of things are what you need to kind of learn and feel your way out through. That's what I'm working through right now. And so hopefully by the end of this, hopefully by the end of the next, like by the end of summer, I'm trying to become as much of an expert in Amazon as I can be. That's going to be tough because there's just so much and it's so vast and it's kind of an impossible task being an expert on something in three months. But I will know way more about it than I did going into it and probably way more than most people will because I'm, spending most of my time just studying it, studying what people are saying in Facebook groups, studying what people are doing on Reddit, studying what people are doing in the Discord groups that I'm in and stuff, uh, and just kind of talking to people, talking to people that are bigger Amazon sellers and saying, hey, what are you doing? What's been working for you? How do you find your products? You don't have to tell me what it is, but do you have any advice, ways that I could look for products? And they may give me something that's helpful, and even one little small nugget of information could make me a ton of money just based on either a mind shift change or some piece of information to use that could help me source. And so that's why I'm trying to learn as much as I can up front. I do want to be prepared for Q4. I do think that a replenishables business is huge in a way that Q4 won't matter as much because you're selling more staple products or things that people would just buy every day but at the same time, you will still get a small boost for Q4 and I'd like to be prepared for that. As well as I'm planning on moving out this year, I'd like to have some sort of a business in place for that because I'd like to move into my own apartment or house and so having a sustainable Amazon business that's actually like repeatable, that can generate repeatable income, at that point I can look at forming some sort of an S Corp or something and paying myself to kind of be able to get the paperwork trail started for banks whenever they want to look and see how my income is and stuff like that for buying houses and all that kind of stuff so there's kind of a bigger plan at play right now but i do believe that right now i'm kind of getting the ball rolling and there's way way more out there to be untapped with amazon so if you like what i'm talking about come rock with me this is going to be an interesting summer we're going to talk about amazon a lot and hopefully make some money so that being said i'm going to go you guys have a great rest of your tuesday and i'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast have a good one peace I'm not the one